قال رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وأحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Oh my Lord, open for me my chest and ease for me my task and untie the knot from my tongue that they may understand my speech. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ya jama'in Rabbi shrah li sadari wa yassir li amri wa hluluqudatam min lisani yafqahu qawli Rabbi zidna alma Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh My beautiful sisters, welcome to another episode of the Women of Quran Now podcast Welcome Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I'm trying to have a little bit less background noise. So inshallah, this will work. Welcome to a new episode, episode 8, Jews 8. And we are looking at ayah 162 in Surah Al-An'am. So open your mushaf and follow along. A'udhu billahi minash rajim قل إن صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين. الحمد لله الحمد لله. Beautiful ayah, an amazing ayah that every believer should really be reminded of and hold on to. Maybe write it on a post-it somewhere. Let's look at the translation and let's look at the tafsir and dive into some reflections, inshallah. So, looking at the translation, the translation is, Say, indeed, my prayer, my rites of sacrifice, my living and my dying are for Allah, Lord of the worlds. Numan Ali Khan, in his, um, in his tafsir of this ayah, he was saying that uh, this ayah is an ayah that every believer should be living by. And um, I just, in my notes, I wrote, this is the ayah that teaches the mindset of the believer, basically. What mindset a believer should have. And in this ayah, as we see what was listed first, as-salah. Right, Solati, my solah. Uh, so prayer, worship was listed first. Prayer, and then nusuk. Nusuk has to do with sacrifice, right? Sacrifice. You know, when you sacrifice, you slaughter the animal for Allah. Um, that's nusuk. And then mahya. Mahya is not only my life, but the place of my life and the time of my life, according to Numani Hans Tafsir. And my death is also mamati, uh, the place and time of my death. So it's not just the death, but everything about the death and everything about the life. And all of that are for who? Allah, the Lord of all the worlds, all of the worlds, right? And Numan Nihan was saying that, you know, this ayah is teaching us that, you know what? I have given it all up to Allah. The way I live, the way I die. Everything about me belongs to Allah. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi And of course, this ayah is about Ibrahim alayhi salam, right? It's about Ibrahim alayhi salam. But it's also 
a reminder for each and every one of us, right? Some people call this ayah the ayah of intention because why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you praying? Why are you even living? And everything about your life, what is it for? Um, you know, are you running, running, running for a promotion? Or, you know, whatever you do, this is why I love Islam. Islam is a way of life. Every single thing that you do in your life can be turned in worship based on your intention, based on who you're doing it for. But this is why this ayah is like the mindset of the believer because if you're able to keep that in mind, that my life is for Allah, everything about my life is for Allah, then what it's going to teach you and teach me is to make Allah a priority in my life. So what does it mean that Allah is a priority of my life? It means that when it's time for salah, other appointments don't really matter. The appointment with Allah matters because I'm only living, my life is for Allah. So when Adhan is calling me to pray, I'm not going to say, oh, my work, oh, my child, oh, my this, oh, my that, oh, my... You know, I'm not going to keep pushing that appointment and say, oh, I'll make everything up later because this is my life. And my life belongs to Allah. So my appointment with Allah has to come first. My life belongs to Allah. If I find myself far from Allah, if I find my iman low, Allah did not go away. We are moving away from Allah. When our iman is low, it's because we are moving away. And what increases iman and what decreases iman is, is, is really simple. It's really simple. What increases Iman is righteous deeds. What decreases Iman is sins. It's very simple, sisters. So when we find ourselves having a low Iman, then we know what to do. We have to force ourselves to increase in righteous deeds because that's the only way our Iman is going to go up. It's the only way our Iman is going to go up. And the more we do for Allah, and this is why when I did this Halakha in Dakar, and I was telling the sisters, have some deeds, some acts of worships that only Allah knows about. And you keep and you guard it very secretly until you meet Allah. Because these will be heavy on your scale of hasanat. Everything else is at risk, right? Of not being only for Allah. But what you know that nobody saw you but Allah and you did it for Allah got it very preciously don't talk about it don't expose it keep it secret so let's just look a little bit at what Asadi is saying he says that um, he that Allah singles out for mention the noblest acts of worship as he says my prayer minus my nusuk my, my sacrifice this is because of the virtue of these two acts of worship and that and what they imply of loving Allah devoting worship sincerely to him alone and drawing closer to him in one's heart and by means of one's words and actions. Sacrifice means giving up what one loves of wealth or property for that which is dearer to one, namely Allah. SubhanAllah, I just left an audio about something that happened in my life where I did give up something that I, that I loved um, that was very comfortable to me that was bringing me comfort and all of that and I gave it up and I just shared that and the reason I was sharing that I was telling sisters 
And whatever you sacrifice for Allah, you will never regret. Don't even think it's a loss. Don't even think it's a loss. As you give it up for Allah, you are winning automatically. From the get-go, you're, you're, you're winning. From the get-go, you're on a winning position. From the moment you gave it up for Allah, Lillahi Rabbil Alameen, you are in a winning position. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. I didn't even know I was going to read this. And I just left this audio. Alhamdulillah for the reminders. So it says here in the tafsir of Sa'di, rahimahullah, if a person is sincere in his prayer and sacrifice, he will inevitably be sincere towards Allah in all his deeds. And then when it talks about my living and my dying, Asadi says, whatever I do in my life and whatever Allah decrees should happen to me and what he decrees for me at the time of my death, all of that is for Allah, the Lord of the worlds, subhanAllah. And Ibn Kathir says that Allah commands the Prophet ﷺ to inform the idolaters who worship other than Allah and sacrifice to something other than him that he opposes them in all of this. For his prayer is for Allah and his rituals are in his name alone without partners. I'm sorry, I said um, the Prophet ﷺ, but I think it's Prophet Ibrahim ﷺ. Yeah, this ayah is about Ibrahim a.s. Ibrahim a.s. is the one who is told to say this. So, um, so yeah, so Allah commands the Prophet Ibrahim a.s. to inform the idolaters that he has nothing to do with all of that, right? Uh, because his prayer is for Allah and his rituals are in his name alone without partners. Um, and then, you know, I was just thinking about that. Like when I was reading this, I said, you know what? The pairing of, you know, salati wa nusuki, we see that pairing in Surah Al-Kawtha. And again, I was just thinking that I didn't even read this passage yet. But I was thinking about mentioning that, and even Kathir mentions it in his tafsir. Fasalli li rabbika wanha. So here you have fasalli li rabbika, so that's salah. And then wanha, that's the, that's the nusuk, that's the sacrifice. So therefore, turn in prayer to your Lord and sacrifice, meaning make your prayer and sacrifice for Allah alone. As for the idolaters, they used to worship the idols and sacrifice to them. So Allah commanded the Prophet to defy them and contradict their practices. Allah, the exalted, commanded him to dedicate his intention and heart to being sincere for him alone. So, um, what we understand here, because uh, in Mujahid, in Ibn Kathir, he says that Nusuk here means the sacrifice during Hajj and Umrah. I do want to talk about this because subhanAllah sisters, nowadays when we go for Hajj and Umrah, everything is on screen, everything is televised, everything is filmed, everything is recorded and, and, and you have selfies and I actually seen some sisters, um, you know, pausing with their hands as if they're making dua in front of the Kaaba, they're not even facing the Kaaba, I mean they're facing the opposite direction. Uh, for the picture and the thing is you make dua facing the Kaaba I mean that's that's the etiquette of making dua you make dua you face the Kaaba even if you're not close to the Kaaba you know you look for the direction of the Kaaba you raise your hand and you you make dua that's when you're making dua sincerely for Allah but because of that picture that's been taken so that people know they went to Umrah they went to the 
Haram they were by the Kaaba. Now they're raising their hands opposite of the Kaaba. And, and, and so the Kaaba is behind them on the picture. And they're raising their hands in the, like, as if they're making du'a. And, and this, we need to be really careful, honestly, honestly, sisters. Guard your, guard your worship. Guard, I cannot stress it enough. Hajj and Umrah, it's not, it's not a trip that's easy to make. For, the, for most of us, it's a, it's, it's a lot of money. It's expensive. It, it, it's um, intense physically. It's not something that you can do all the time. So if you're able, you get the opportunity to go and do it. Keep your nusuk for Allah alone. Don't publicize it. Don't take pictures of you worshiping. And then share it. Don't do lives of you worship. No. Honestly, honestly, if you want for your own souvenir, wait until you're done. You finish your tawaf. Now people do tawaf with the with the subhanallah with the face um what is it called? Face um FaceTime on. I've I've seen people do tawaf at Hajj. I've seen people do tawaf with the FaceTime. And as if they're doing tawaf with somebody else. No, no, that that's Ya Rabb, these moments, they are there for you to connect with your Lord. The same way you're not in Salah, hopefully we won't get there, where you're praying and you're taking selfies at the same time. Because we already got to the point where we're praying and we're recording it, right? So even our prayers are being recorded now to show to people we were praying. So now the point is like you want to keep your ibadah. This is so important. This is the ayah of intention. You want to keep your ibadah for Allah alone. You showing to people what you're doing is affecting this ikhlas. It's affecting it. Then you're going to do all of this. And many times you won't even have anything to show for on yawm al-qiyamah. A'udhu billah. May Allah save us. May Allah preserve us. May Allah forgive us. And this is why this ayah really this ayah really touches my heart for so many reasons. Number one, it's a great reminder for me, wait a minute. Reset. Is your life for Allah? Is your is your death for Allah? You know, some people are risking their lives. I mentioned that in previous they they're risking their lives. They're getting on these boats, they're going, they're walking from Brazil to the US. They're doing all these things, risking their lives. For what? For U.S. dollars. For the land of opportunity, in quotes. And it's not even the land of opportunity, to be honest. But that's what they see. That's what they know. That's all they know. American home. I went to a country, and every time, like, poor area, they would, like, put on their house, American home. Because all they want to, all they look up to is America. I even told my, my husband, I said, is America agenda for some people or what? Because they will not, they will not sacrifice this much for their jannah. They will not sacrifice this much for their akhirah. They will not sacrifice this much for the one who feeds them every single day, who gives them everything that they have, who is the only reason they are alive and they exist. They will not sacrifice, subhanallah, for that, for him. When it's time to pray, they're gonna sacrifice that prayer and do something else. SubhanAllah, wallahi may Allah forgive us. And so this ayah reminds me 
to check myself. Are these things for Allah? Am I doing this for Allah? Because if I'm not doing this for Allah, then I need to reset. I need to check my intention. I need to reset because I don't want to come on Yawm Al-Qiyamah thinking I have so many deeds and I don't, I don't see anything because there was no ikhlas. Because a deed without ikhlas is wasted. It's, it's like dust. So we, if we're going to put the energy, the effort, the money, we're going to put all of that behind an act of worship. Let's make sure it's sincerely for Allah. May Allah give us tawfiq. La hawla wa la quwata illa billah. We cannot do anything without His help. May He give us a tawfiq. May He preserve us from shirk, from riyah, from shaitan and his plots. May He allow us to only focus on His pleasure. May we work, may we live, may we die, may we pray, may we sacrifice for His pleasure alone because He is Allah. Rabbul Alameen. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك إن شاء الله I will see you next week for a new juice a new ayah a new reflections بإذن الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين